visiting the venue's plan for a Beijing 2022 Olympic Winter Games. I'm Around the Rings editor Ed Hula, and joining me via Skype from China today is is Bob Mackin, Vancouver-based correspondent for Around the Rings, who's been visiting Beijing for the past two or three days, getting an idea from the Beijing bid organizers as to what they're planning for a 2022 Winter Olympics. Beijing, of course, one of the two candidates in the in the race for the 2022 Games, Almaty, Kazakhstan, the other candidate. Bob arrived in Beijing a couple of days ago, and he's been in the capital city taking a look at some of the existing venues planned to be used for a Beijing Winter Olympic bid. And now he's headed to the mountains for a look at some of the snow venues being planned for this uh, seemingly unlikely candidate for a, for a Winter Olympic bid. Uh, Bob, thanks for joining us. What's it like going to Beijing for a Winter Olympic bid? You're familiar with the city from its involvement with the with the Summer Olympics. Is it a little bit unusual, out of place, it seems? It is. This is my, my first time in Beijing in wintertime, and Beijingers uh, and visitors to Beijing seem to be enjoying the wintertime. There's a lot to do, it seems. They're trying to encourage Chinese to uh, become winter sports fans and participants in winter sports. Um, you know, the uh, the bird's nest right now is uh, a one part museum of the 20, 2008 games, one part uh, venue for concerts and sporting events whenever those can be booked, and the other part right now is a winter sports playground. The entire field of play is covered with uh, man-made snow. There's uh, a place to toboggan down a bit of an ice field. There's uh, a very small ice rink for skating. Outside the stadium, um, on the south end of the stadium, they've actually built a temporary ski hill and uh, went past that, and there were a number of young people uh, and even some older people that were learning how to ski on this uh, rudimentary ski hill. Uh, the conditions were right for it uh, that day, nice and cold. But, of course, Beijing does have uh, the situation that we all know of uh, that happens seemingly in four seasons, which is the, the poor air quality, the smog. You've had, you, you had smog during your visit to Beijing. Oh, it, it was definitely noticeable, and uh, we couldn't see very far from the bird's nest. Uh, Pangu Plaza, that uh, dragon-shaped building that's across from the Olympic Green, was uh, was but a rumor from the top of the bird's nest. You can now go to the top of the bird's nest and take photos from a viewing platform near where the cauldron used to be, but uh, from there, you could hardly see the Pangu Plaza. Uh, the Olympic broadcast tower in the middle of the Olympic Green was uh, was was slightly visible. Uh, it was very tough to see, and you could uh, certainly feel uh, and smell the, the, the coal, uh, subtle coal smell within the smog. But then on, uh, the, that was the 15th, but then on the 16th uh, the morning, uh, winds came, cold winds came and blew that all away, and it was a beautiful blue sky day in Beijing. Um, and, and beautiful blue skies uh, met us uh, as we uh, went up to the mountains. But uh, meanwhile in Beijing, the, the ice sports venues that we saw at the Olympic Green, uh, after the bird's nest, the bird's nest is proposed to be the uh, opening and closing ceremonies venue. The National Indoor Stadium, uh, which hosted gymnastics back in 2008, that's proposed to be the uh, men's ice hockey venue. Uh, when I went by there, they were actually setting up for the uh, China Basketball Association All-Star Game this weekend. That's quite a versatile venue. 
The water cube will be even more versatile. That's, of course, uh, the, the aquatic center that Michael Phelps made famous with all of his gold medals in 2008. They plan to turn that into a curling uh, rink temporarily, uh, which will be quite interesting. That uh, is very possible. Uh, there have been other other swimming pools that have been turned into uh, uh, winter sports venues. I remember there was a National Hockey League uh, game played between the Vancouver Canucks and Anaheim Ducks back in the 1990s in Tokyo at one of the swimming pools there. And uh, they plan to do that at the uh, the ice cube. Uh, so that's what they'll call it, the ice cube, instead of the water cube in 2022 if they get the Olympics. Uh, when it went by there, it was actually dressed up, still dressed up as the uh, the banquet venue for the uh, Asia-Pacific Economic Cooperation Conference, the big summit that uh, uh, Xi Jinping, the leader of China, hosted with all the Asia-Pacific leaders, including President Barack Obama and Vladimir Putin. Back in November, that was where they had a welcoming banquet and welcoming photo opportunity, and it's uh, still popular with tourists who want to see where the APEC event was held. And uh, there is the the swimming pool that was that was used for practice that uh, is still visible. That's where the photo op was, but you'd never guess that uh, the uh, banquet hall was or is a former uh, Olympic swimming pool. It's temporarily set up with uh, with boards over. The actual uh, uh, actual swimming lanes, and it's it's uh, it's a high class banquet venue. They'll eventually be turning that back to uh, to its former use, though. You, of course, are very familiar with uh, Winter Olympic venues, especially coming from Vancouver. What you've seen in Beijing itself are are the venues satisfactory? Would they be suitable for hosting Winter Olympic ice events? Oh, definitely, they would. Uh, the, Having been built for uh, and used for Summer Olympics, they know how to bring people into the building. They know how to set up the broadcast facilities. They know how to set up all the facilities that uh, the athletes need to compete at their best. Uh, they, they, they would just be able to dust off some of those uh, blueprints, some of those plans. Uh, of course, they had to bring in consultants to help them uh, tweak the buildings, do the finer points for the, the ice situation, that won't be a problem over the MasterCard Center where they're, they're set up for, uh, ice events, for, for figure skating events. They're hoping to get a National Hockey League exhibition over there eventually. The, uh, National Indoor Stadium, uh, they don't yet have an ice plant there, but, uh, they say that's something that'll be, uh, easily done. Um, I, I think that they could, they could definitely make a go of it at the, uh, the, uh, ice events, the ice venues, and, and by having uh, Winter Olympics in Beijing, such a very large city that hosted uh, the Summer Olympics, which had such a bigger footprint, uh, it would be interesting to see how they could do winter in such a big city and uh, how they could keep the entire city animated about it, because uh, definitely the winter games, the ice venues, would, would provide a little, lot less stress on the transportation network in Beijing especially. We're talking with Bob Mackin correspondent based in Vancouver he's visiting Beijing and now the uh, the the winter sports ski areas north of the city as part of a media tour to make uh, give media some familiarity with what Beijing is proposing for a 2022 winter olympic games now you're north of Beijing you drove north from the city how long did it take and where are you now well it took uh a little over an hour to get from Beijing to, uh, to Yanqing, a uh, beautiful city that's uh, beyond the battling section of the Great Wall of China. That's one of its major tourist attractions, Yanqing. It's, it's a very beautiful, small 
city um, with a nice uh, canal and a nice lake in the middle. Uh, lots of natural features. They're holding a, the uh, International Horticulture Exhibition in 2019. That's the next big thing that's that's on their calendar. We went to the Xijing Long Ski Park. That's not going to be the venue for the games, but it is one of the local uh, small ski resorts. They've got a modest run there uh, that goes uh, from beyond a ridge on the mountains down to the, uh, a small village that seems to be a, a Swiss or Austrian-style village. That's where a lot of local school children were uh, finishing up their ski lessons and uh, were putting on a bit of a bit of a, sh- a show for us with uh, Chinese flags and Beijing 2022 bid flags. Uh, so we got a bit of a taste of the area and of, of, of the conditions too. It was nice, nice and cold. It was dry, but uh, they, they seem to have manufactured a lot of uh, snow for that with the snow guns that were available. Um, we we. Uh, Spoke to the, the locals. We went to see the, uh, Beige, the, the Yanqing Planning Exhibition Hall where they have a model of, uh, what they plan for the, the, the venues in that area, which is going to be a precedent setting, they say. They'll have the alpine skiing venue just above the sliding venue, which itself will be just above the athlete's village. And they say that's the first for uh, the games anywhere if it gets awarded to Beijing that you'll be able to, uh, have the alpine skiers have the sliders so close together, competing so close together, and then right next door to the athlete's village, the ultimate in uh, inconvenience uh, that will make up for the distance between Yanqing and Beijing, even though they're planning a high-speed rail system, which will cut the travel down to about 20 minutes by by rail from uh, the west side of uh, Beijing. Uh, after that, went uh, further north, and uh, right now, Right now, I'm in uh, Chongli County, and, and it's a, in a different province, in Hubei province, and it's about uh, about two hours further afield from Yanqing, so it's about three hours from Beijing. Again, they're planning uh, all sorts of uh, transportation infrastructure to to bridge the gap, but for those that need to drive, it, it is a bit of a, a long hike, a long distance between Beijing and uh, this uh, further reach of the mountain venue in uh, Zhangjiakou. Now, we have become accustomed to dramatic snow-capped mountain peaks that we saw in Sochi a year ago for the 2014 Winter Games. There was Whistler that was hosting the Alpine events in the 2010 Winter Olympic Games. Do we have that same sense of uh, dramatic landscape where you are in China? Haven't seen that yet. Uh, haven't seen the the beautiful snow-capped mountains. Uh, this this time of year, the Beijing mountains are, are rather gray and brown. Uh, that's just the way uh, the vegetation is here. It's a very dry winter time. That uh, they don't get much water in the winter time uh, or much moisture. But uh, they say they they do have ample amounts of snow. They do have to rely in many of these areas uh, on uh, on the snow guns on creating the snow. Um, we'll, we'll see what it looks like uh, tomorrow when we experience more of uh, the Zhangjiakou area uh, and, and see what it has to offer. Bob Mackin in Beijing, or actually Zhangjiakou, the region of Beijing, north of Beijing, where Winter Olympic events would be held under the 2022 Olympic Winter Games, should Beijing be successful with its campaign. Bob, we'll try to speak with you again before you leave China. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. And I'm Around the Rings editor Ed Hula. Thanks for tuning in to this podcast.